You're listening to TSG Time with Patrick Fowler and Doug Spaulding, the show that tackles all things performance measurement in a half hour or less. You can expect interviews with industry legends and in-depth discussions with authors on topics that will be appearing in upcoming issues of the Journal of Performance Measurement. It's now time to welcome your hosts, Pat and Doug. Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us for episode 12 of TSG Time. I'm Pat Fowler. And I'm Doug Spaulding. Today, we're joined by Melissa Ahern. Melissa is a product manager, performance and analytics, including asset owner, private market services. In her role, she's responsible for leading strategic initiatives focused on delivering value-add products to her clients. In addition, Melissa works with clients and prospects to understand their investment analytics needs, share best practices, promote thought leadership, and identify ways to best leverage State Street solutions. Melissa has over 20 years of experience in the performance industry. She started her career at State Street in 1996 in fund accounting, and within two years transitioned to the performance team. When she left State Street in 2013, she was vice president leading a team of business analysts focusing on information delivery products for performance and analytics. Before returning to State Street in 2016, she held product management roles at J.P. Morgan and BISAM, all in the performance space. Melissa earned a B.S. in finance with a minor in economics from Western New England University. Welcome. Thank you. Glad to be here. Yes, welcome to the show, Melissa. Now, to begin, please tell us something about yourself that most people don't know. So I'm 50% Peruvian, which when you look at me, you might not think that, um, but my mother was born in Lima and came over as a teenager. Um, so yeah, very proud of my background. Great. Now, we've heard some interesting performance measurement professional origin stories over the past 12 months on TSG Time, and we'd love to hear yours. So how did you get started in performance measurement? Yeah, mine's probably boring. Um, so I started State Street, God, it's it's almost, I'm not even going to say, we're probably getting on to closer to 30 years, um, but in the accounting group. So the fund accounting group, which is a very typical start of your career at State Street. And um, I've always been very interested in the stock market and investments. And after two years, you know, obviously State Street's a large company. I was looking around, stumbled upon performance team. And that's, you know, clearly more on the investment side. Um, and so I was, a uh, you know, performance analyst. Um, so that was the start of my career. Very nice. Now, what has been your favorite part of your career? So I love my product manager role because it hits many aspects of performance. So I love meeting with clients to get to understand, you know, how they manage their investment book, what information is important to them, how they look at their managers or evaluate their managers or asset allocation. Um, and in, by doing that, um, you know, that's obviously great information for me, but I also get to travel and meet a lot of people. And I've formed a lot of great relationships by doing that. So, um, you know, I would say just meeting new people and hearing about their, you know, path and journey and also what's important to them is my favorite part. That's great. What advice would you give someone starting their career in performance? So I would say definitely do the CIPM um, certification. I did that. Uh, I should have looked up when I did that. It wasn't early on in my career. But for me, it's that wealth of knowledge that kind of brings it all together, right? So depending on where you start your performance journey, you could be focused on just, you know, maybe it's just an operations view, or maybe it's a client service view, or maybe it's, you know, market data, who knows. 
but this really brings it all together. Um, so that's what I would recommend. Great. One of my favorite questions to ask is, how do you describe what you do for a living to people outside of performance? That's hysterical. Um, <laughs> there's people, my family still doesn't know what I do. They're like, she's in finance. Um, so what I try and explain to people, I'm like, so I bring it, you know, everyone has some type of retirement plan. Not, you know, there's not as many with pension plans, but if you know someone that lives or that works for the state, I bring it to that, you know, level and say, so if I'm the CIO and I'm managing your retirement um, and I want to make sure money is available uh, when you retire, I need to make sure I have the correct asset allocation. And usually I lose them at that point, but I keep going. <laughs> Manager selection, they're not, you know, taking on too much risk. And then I explained that I support the tools to these investment teams, to the CIOs to be successful in managing the plan. And then that kind of just, it's a real world example. So that's the way I describe it. Great, great. So last year we launched the Women in Performance Measurement uh, Group, and that's going strong. We'll have another meeting in May in uh, New Brunswick, New Jersey. Do you see increased opportunities for women in our field? Absolutely. You know, certainly in finance in general. It certainly was um, the case, you know, five, 10 years ago, I would go to a meeting, I would be the only woman in that meeting. I just traveled last week to a university. And out of there were four of us, three of us were female. Um, And the same is true on the client side, right? I see more women execs. um, You know, I've had two wonderful mentors, um, EVPs at State Street that were women. And so I definitely just see more women in this field, um, you know, just more adoption. And so it's awesome. Now, sticking with this topic for a moment, how have you navigated any hurdles that you have encountered as a woman in our field? So it's interesting. Um, I wouldn't say I've had hurdles, but I can tell you that my less than ideal work experience, because, you know, I've been at State Street, I've had many managers, I've left State Street. I've come back. Um, but when I had a female manager, I think that was one of my most difficult times. So what that tells me is that it, you know, how someone treats you is more about that person than it mm-hmm. is about yourself, right? right? Absolutely. Now, State Street has been a member of the Performance Measurement Forum for 10 years, and you've attended many meetings. I have. Um, what do you find to be the most valuable aspect of the Performance Measurement Forum? And do you have a favorite forum location and memory? Um, so what I love is that, I mean, obviously the different topics that are covered, but I love that people bring real world experience or issues or problems. Like here's what I'm you know, fo- you know, focused or challenged with right now. I've done it myself. Like you know, if it's timely, because everyone always has some type of topic um, with existing clients that they're trying to figure out and navigate. So being able to bring that to a forum of experts and get everyone's input, I think is very, very valuable. Um, And I love that because it's not like, it's not necessarily, you know, um, methodology or, you know, textbook. It's here's what I'm struggled with. How do I handle I mean, it could be methodology, um, but I love that it's just real examples. Um, I would have to say my favorite location is going to be Nashville. Um, And, you know, you guys always are great hosts. It's always a lot of fun. And I have a lot of great memories. So I can't say I have a favorite, (laughs) Um, 
Patrick and I have hung out quite a bit. We have, definitely. <laughs> and yeah, and here's a relationship that, you know, I've developed, which is wonderful. So it, it's it's great. Yeah, Patrick and I actually, we got stuck in Nashville. Oh, no. Well, not the worst due place to, to get uh, stuck due in. Due to a storm. And oh. I hung out with him that night and had a lot of fun. So he's, yeah, he's a fun see? guy to hang out with. Patrick's <laughs> a good host, for sure. <laughs> Thank definitely. you. Thank you. Well, one one of the uh, areas that we partnered with State Street on is is helping asset owners comply with the GIP standards. How would you describe how asset owners can benefit from complying with the the global investment performance standards? Yeah, I think being confident in the data that's being reported is certainly a benefit. Knowing that best practices are being followed, that there's consistency. I mean, honestly, once you get into any bespoke solutions or manual processes, it's going to lead to errors. It's going to lead to questioning of data. You lose that data lineage. You know, the last question that anyone should ever ask on a rate of return is like, how is that calculated? Like looking at the underlying data and not sure where that return um, came from. You know, I certainly see instances of that. Um, or people say, well, that's how we always did it, which is never a good answer, right? So I think having best practices to follow is just, you know, you feel you know you're doing it right every time. Right, right. So shifting gears from GIPS to ESG, how will the scope of ESG continue to evolve in the future? And what are some of the current trends you're seeing with ESG? Yeah, I think it's going to continue to be about regionality. Um, you know, we certainly see the demand from EMEA, whether it's the TCFD or the SFDR. And that's really, you know, defining what clients need to do to support those regulations. Um, you know, where regions don't have those regulations in place, we're definitely seeing slower adoption. Um, at State Street, we're, you know, absolutely focused on the data and the different, the various providers of that data and making sure that however our clients want to consume and utilize that data, that we have it for them mm -hmm. and it's available. Okay. And what can you tell us about the future of ESG? Um, you know, I think there's going to be continued growth in EMEA. Um, and again, like, I think most providers are just really focused on that data management and being able to provide you know, true good exposure data and information, um, you know, across the landscape, across every asset class. It's not just about one. Right. But as you know, right, like you can have something that's, you know, a one versus an A as a factor. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, I think that multi-vendor approach is going to continue to continue. Um, and, you know, again, I think a lot of it is the the regulatory side of things. Yeah, so you mentioned regionality there a few times. Do you think ESG will gain acceptance in the United States? You know, I think it's difficult to say at this point. I think it's certainly going to remain very varied state by state, especially on the public pension side of things, right? Like if you're an endowment and fund, you know, foundation, you're you're going to have a stance. I think you're going to, you know, potentially not ignore it, but when it comes to like state pension plans, either you love it or you hate it. Mm -hmm. Um I don't think that's going to change. And is there anything else you'd like to discuss before we move on to the lightning round? No, those are all great questions. Okay. Let's jump right in. What uh -huh. is your favorite city in the U.S. besides the one you live in? I really liked Miami. Um, the food is amazing. It has a great vibe, lots of fun. Um, so definitely want to go back there. I've only been there once. Nice. I've never been to Miami. My father lives in Naples now, and I think it's not too far 
So I'll definitely, definitely, have, to the check trip. Yeah. definitely have to check it out. So what is the last song or album you downloaded or listened to? Um, so I don't download a lot of songs, but I did download the song Daylight by David Kushner. I heard it on the radio. I'm like, I like that song. So that was the last one. If you could be any fictional character for a day, who would you choose and why? So I would choose Superman because he can travel at the speed of light um, and imagine how many cities I can visit in a day. (laughs) Although when I had this conversation with my uh, 16-year-old, he's like, Mom, the Flash is faster than Superman. I'm like, I'm not even Googling that to see if that's true, but one of those two. (laughs) So it's all what, about speed. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite book genre and what book would you recommend everyone read? Yeah, so I like to read fiction books and I keep it very fun or light reads because, you know, you're like you're in performance day in, day out. Mm-hmm. The last thing you want to do is start looking at something serious. Um, although I do love the Jodi Picoult books. Um, hers do get pretty serious and, you know, somewhat controversial, but they're super interesting. So I would definitely recommend any books by Jodi Picoult. Great. So wrapping up, what is the best piece of advice you've ever received? You know, this is a tough one. Um So I would say from a work perspective is to not take things personal at work. I think there's only so much you can control. And I know in the past, um, you know, I take things so serious and I would get like upset if I couldn't do something or, you know, and at the end of the day, like there's only so much I can do. And so I'm learning to, you know, stick with that mantra and, you know, I do my best every day and. I'm not going to take it personal if it's out of my hands. That's great advice. Very great. Great advice. Yep. So thank you so much, Melissa. This is our first episode of 2024 and we're off to a great start. Awesome. Next month, we'll sit down with Arun Muraladhar of MCube. Feel free to submit a question for Arun by clicking on the question link on our show site, tsgperformance.com slash podcast. Thanks for listening and happy new year, everyone. See you next month. Thanks for listening to TSG time. Remember to subscribe to the show by going to tsgperformance.com slash podcast so that you never miss an episode. And while you're there, sign up for a free subscription to the Journal of Performance Measurement. TSG is the institutionally recognized boutique performance measurement consulting and GIPS standard specialist firm serving the investment industry. Visit us at tsgperformance.com.